I've been informed that some of our episodes have been a little more chaotic than a lot of people can handle. So this time we're going to try a different platform. We're going to do it a little more organized and just see if we enjoy it. Because if we don't enjoy it, you want to enjoy it. And that's generally the vibe we're going for is everybody's happy and smiling. And maybe you don't have to pay attention. You can put us on in the car and just let it go. And then you can giggle because it's a fun conversation. But let's give it a go. I'm Sarah. I'm Joe. Still not true, but this is Brain Dead. Hello! No, no, what? No, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Are no? Hello, friends. Welcome to our podcast. My name is Sarah Ruth. My name is Joseph Pace. So happy to have you here today. Joseph D. Pace. D is not short for anything. It's three letters. Welcome. Welcome. Please enjoy the ASMR of us breathing for a moment. <laughs> Take a deep breath with us. And out. Welcome to our calm and collected episode of Brain Not Broken. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, welcome to Brain Dead, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I'm the one that's in charge, and I haven't told Sarah what I'm doing. Sarah, how about that music taste? Because you're still doing that album list, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hit me with some updates, man. Don't make fun of me. I listened to Taylor Swift today. It's not the highest moment I've had. It's not the lowest. It's not the lowest. I listened to the Jonas Brothers in middle school, so it could always be worse. (laughs) I was actively not making fun of you. (laughs) I mean, to each their own. Some folks like the Jonas Brothers. I, I particularly like one of the names. What's his name? Joe? It's a good name. Kevin? Strong name. Joe. I only know Kevin. And if you know why that's funny, <laughs> message me privately. <laughs> is it because he's the one that nobody knows? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason is the only one's name I can remember ever. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's Joe Jonas. I know there's Kevin. And I can't remember the other one. Nick. Nick. He's the sweet one, right? I don't know. Always comes across real sweet. I don't think so. Which one is the one that was like on, on Camp Rock that wasn't Joe? That was I mean, Joe. Oh, Kev- they were all in Camp Rock. For sure. I'm thinking Nick. <sighs> he was little then, so he I'm sure diabetes, he- has diabetes, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm thinking him. Okay. I like him. He seems like he'd be a nice guy. I listened to the zombies yesterday. The fruit bats, you would like them. Are they on my list yet? I don't know. Why? I don't know. I'll play you a styling. I feel like your dad would like them. He's not super he's not super excited about the simple chords. He likes diminished and minor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think he would like that. You know who me and my dad both like? Who? And didn't know? Because, Kevin Jonas. Yeah, he's our favorite <laughs> Jonas brother. <laughs> so I don't know if anyone knows this, but I'm going to see Greta Van Fleet in the fall. No. I know. You? I know. Didn't even know you liked them. I know. It's something I try to keep to myself. Insanity. I don't want sanity. I know. I don't like to spread those rumors. Good but grief. 
their opener, which I've discussed before because they're just so good. I started playing one of the opener songs because, you know, like if someone's opening, I don't want to not know your song because I feel like right. that's lame on my part. So I like to study up. And they're actually really good. I really like them. What are they called? Duran Jones and the Indication. That's right. I was listening to them and he was like, that sounds like, oh, I can't remember what they're called right now, but that sounds like so-and-so. And I was like, you know them? And he was like, you know them? And we had like a moment. Who is this? Where I'm, me and my father. Oh, okay. We had a moment where I'm really old. <laughs> was that your tummy? <laughs> yes. Would you like some tums? <laughs> You ever wonder why it's called Tums if it's for your tummy? Because it's your tum tum. (laughs) 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 That wasn't meant to be a joke. I really mean that. (laughs) Someone's mom was like, here, I put I put some strawberry juice on this chalk. It's for your tum. It's for your tum. My grandmom calls this tums because it's for my tum. So, so the opener was Duran Jones and the indications. And, and the I was indication. listening to them, and he was like, "This sounds like so and so." I just found their name: Saint Paul and the Broken Bones. You know who that is? Mm, no, never heard of them. I'll send it to you. Please do. But he was like, "That sounds like so and so," and I was like, "It's not, but they're really similar." And we just had a, why are you old moment. <clears throat> we have those sometimes. It's good to be able to relate to your dad. Hmm. Like me, my dad doesn't have any hair. And I I totally have a, a full head of hair, as indicated by the drawing. Now you got to redo the artwork to give me an afro. Mm. I want it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> or, or pigtails. For your birthday only. What you could do is every new episode, you could just put new hair on me. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those um, magnetic art things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where when you like draw on it and it draws it with the magnet. What if if we talk about a sensitive subject, the art for that episode is just me with hair. So <laughs> we can go hairy subject line. <laughs> <laughs> Our, our version of an explicit button is Joe with hair because it's a hairy situation. <laughs> oh, man. Just so you guys know, we've expanded our platform. We are no longer on like five websites. We're now up to, I believe, 11. Uh, we're on Acast now, Pocket Cast, Overca- uh, I think it's Overcast. There's, there's several. There's so many I don't remember all the names. So pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can hear us. Not that you wouldn't know that because you're you know, Already listening. Cur- currently listening. Yeah. But what you could do, because it doesn't seem like a ton of people are doing, and you know, I totally dig it, is you could share this so that <laughs> other people can hear it. I promise you it's not funny just to you. Please, please, please. Please, please show your friends. <laughs> We're impoverished. I'm very, very thin. I need food. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to laugh at me. It's the way you were looking when you said it Like not even you believe it (laughs) My couch definitely doesn't believe it My scale cussed at me (laughs) Okay I listened to I listened to 
a couple more people, but whatever. But there's one that I just I really like their sound, but you're really gonna like their name. What's their name? Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, there was a band called Alien Ant Farm, and there was another one called the Butthole Surfers. <laughs> so you know they were called the Night Sweats. The Night Sweats. <laughs> Nathaniel Radliff and uh-huh. the Night Sweats. Yeah, you want to listen to oh, some styling? I sure do. Hey, just so we're all clear, we own none of these musics that we play. <laughs> and uh, we do encourage you to go look up these artists yourself as they're wonderfully talented and deserve all the recognition they can get. <laughs> Hit it, DJ! That wasn't as boom as I expected. No, it's me. just wants to thank you oh no i can't turn it off (laughs) it won't go away okay that's how i feel about this senseless level of charm that i put out each week (laughs) i can't turn it off i had a dream this week i had a dream this week and mine (laughs) i was i was in my ford f-150 and uh the other person in the truck was my brother-in-law. His name's Brian. And I had someone else in the truck with me. I think maybe my wife was in the back seat. I can't remember. It's been several days. And we were going down a road that is not three minutes from my home. And a guy cut across the road, and we hit him. His name was Tyler, and I used to work with him. He got out, started reaching in my truck. He, he, he grabbed the armrest and just flung it open and started looking for my insurance card. And I just sat there frazzled. Uh, which is not my personality and let him just look for stuff. And he called, he called my insurance company while we were sitting there. And I just remember picking up my phone and trying to check the date, but the screen wouldn't come on. Cause I wanted to know, I'm like, Oh crap, this is a real dream. This is one of those. It's going to happen. Cause I know everything involved and it's way too detailed and it's not the first time I've had it. And, uh, I, I didn't like that. And I couldn't call 911 cause my phone screen wouldn't turn on. And then I woke up at five thirty four. And I talked to my sister several hours later. She said, I woke up at 5.16 this morning. I said, I woke up exactly 16 minutes later and could not go back to sleep for an hour. So there's that. What was your dream? I don't know. Should we share this? Should we draw you with hair? Someone tried to steal me. And I ran away, which is very unlike me. I ran. What would you normally do? I would probably cry and fall on the floor. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, someone tried to take me and they put me in their car and when they went around to get in the driver's side, I got out because they didn't lock the door, you know? So I ran across the street to where my family and your family was in a shack house for some some reason and y'all let me in and, um, were hiding me 
And then all of a sudden it turned into a detective's office from like an old black and white movie, but everything was color because it's real life. Where's the perp, she? (laughs) And the person that was getting me turned into another person that we know. And then y'all let them in and we're talking to them like it was normal. And then you look him, you look this person in the face and said, don't you have a little voice in your head that tells you not to touch people? And then I'm pretty sure y'all fought him until he wasn't awake anymore. That includes my mother. She was also doing that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, that seems about accurate for a personality. Yeah. I have had that dream before. Slightly different. Slightly different. It was at the church, and it was a different person. In all fairness. We didn't know that person, though. In both dreams... You I and have my mom killed the person. Yeah, <laughs> Your you and, and my I have mother. Them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm scared to get stolen, but then I remember that I won't. I won't be stolen for long. <laughs> well, remember the first the first time you had that dream, your aunt also came to me, unbeknownst to you, yeah, and said I had a dream about you last night. Yeah. Your I said you did. She said, yeah, I was in my driveway and some guy pulled up in a truck and was like threatening. <laughs> to, to hurt us and my husband was in the seat and he's like it'll be okay just leave him alone and then you were like hey hang out for a second i gotta get my gun and then apparently i went and got my gun and had a conversation with the guy and he took off i may be messing up some details my guy didn't get away either time <laughs> well <laughs> take what you will i think my dad was there too but he was like this seems like it's been handled and I think we were just sitting together. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> At the church dream, we were standing together outside the door. And then in the detective's office dream, we were sitting behind a desk together. <laughs> just <laughs> watching. <laughs> I was uh, I was carting your youngest sister around, I believe it was yesterday. Yeah, because we were going to go eat. And she was in the back seat with my youngest, mm-hmm. or actually my oldest. And uh, as they are the same age. <laughs> And your sister said, yeah, I did this project for school where I had to make my dad into a superhero. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the front seat. I go, Actually, she didn't have to choose my dad. They said. Choose your hero. Choose your hero. That's very sweet. Yeah. And I just kind of absentmindedly went, super chef. <laughs> and she went, Joe Pace. <laughs> went, my baby sister. <laughs> I said, what? She said, it's so much better than the name I came up with. I said, what name did you come up with? She said. Joseph. <laughs> I said, that's a pretty good name. She said, you're just saying that because that's your name. I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's true. <laughs> but it doesn't change the, the truth of the that's matter. That's so funny. So that's where we are on that one. I smelled fresh crap. <laughs> <laughs> you smelled fresh crap? <laughs> I smelled fresh <laughs> I smelled freshly cut grass today when I was driving to your house, and it gave me. (laughs) 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 It gave me. (laughs) It gave me enough serotonin to last the rest of my life. Smelling that grass. I love the smell of fresh cut grass. Yeah, I do too. I'm allergic to grass. Are you really? Yeah, it makes me like break out. I'm not surprised. Yeah. You're kind of allergic to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So Only outside things. What does the smell of grass remind you of? Getting a rash. Getting a rash? I mean, does it have any positive memories associated with it? Um, youth. 
I don't know, being outside when I didn't mind being outside. So no specific memories? No. The topic of the day today is smells and how they relate to memory. Are you serious? Welcome to the topic of the day. Were you aware that the biggest brands in smell in the country are fully aware of what your memory finds attractive? The brands? The brands. You know what the number one selling detergent in the United States is by a margin of more than two to one? Gain. Tide. Oh. Do you know why? No. Because Tide Original carries three distinct scents that make people feel like home. One of them is citrus, one is fruitiness, and one is floral essence. See, citrus, the smell of citrus, tends to make people feel the presence of cleanliness. The smell makes people feel like things are clean. Whereas that fruity scent like apple or or things of that nature, banana, it makes people feel at home. It, It gives that sense of warmth and comfort. And the floral gives that sense of maternal love and comfort. So together they are a pairing that makes you feel at home. That's super weird. And these companies know it. I'd like to discuss a few of my scent-based memories with you. Like, when I was a kid, I remember very distinctly the smell of walking into my grandmother's kitchen in the middle of Tennessee. You'd smell, it was almost like you walked in and the first things you smelled were coffee and lemon floor cleaner. And then where she had cooked breakfast that morning. So you had the smell of like bacon and coffee and cleaner. And it was a very homey smell. And I'm never for the rest of my life going to forget that smell. Another is when you walk out of her back door, just directly out of the kitchen. And somehow her entire backyard smelled like laundry detergent or a fabric softener. And it was because of the stuff she used to make her clothes smell good when she washed it. She would take them outside to a line and hang her clothes to dry, which is something that a lot of folks don't even know about nowadays. Because young people only know about, like, dryers and stuff. <laughs> I, watched yeah. a, I watched a TikTok video where some kid, while he was growing up, every time something in their house was broken or not working properly, his mom told him it's because it was European. <laughs> and then, then he just thought that meant that it was from Europe, so it worked differently than the things in America. So the dryer that he had in, like, third fourth grade didn't dry your clothes properly so it like was still a little bit damp when you got out of the dryer and you had to like air dry it for a minute and one of his friends came over in middle school and was like got something on a shirt so they washed and dried it (laughs) and the shirt came out of the dryer and the kid was like why is it still wet and he said it's european and he said what and that was the day he found out that his mom was just kidding his entire life We take for granted that our kids understand our humor. (laughs) Now, this next part is an excerpt out of, I believe it's an American Journal of Psychology. says, memory and smell are intertwined. It's through memory that we can learn to remember smells and disorders that take away memory. Also, tend to take away the ability to distinguish sense. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Some of this learning starts even before we're born, when fetuses learn about their mother's preference through the amniotic fluid. Flavor, like that described by Proust, is what happens when taste and smell come together. Technically, taste refers only to the senses that are associated with receptors on the tongue. You know, sweet, sour, bitter, salty. And some people argue, umami. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
What everybody calls smell is when you sniff through your nostrils to get an odorant. That's technically orthonasal olfaction, says Linda Bartoshuk, a past president of APS and director of human research at the University of Florida Center of Smell and Taste. That's a mouthful. No, it's a, it's a smellful. Oh, it's a noseful. <laughs> Volatile organic molecules come into your nose where they meet receptors in the cells in the nose. From those receptors, the message travels to the brain. The other kinds of olfaction, retronasal olfaction, work similarly. Similarly, hear me. You can illustrate this yourself with a jelly bean. All you have to do is pinch your nose with your fingers, put the jelly bean in your mouth, and chew it up. It shouldn't taste like anything in particular, just sweet and maybe a little bit sour. But when you open your nose and swallow, that'll be the first time you know what flavor the jelly bean was. Unless you you read the package. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're closing our eyes, too. <laughs> Air rushes up behind the palate into the nose from the back, carrying the jelly bean's aromatic molecules along. Like smells coming from the front of the nose, those molecules meet the receptors and spread the news that the jelly bean in your mouth is popcorn or licorice or watermelon. What are these examples? Popcorn jelly bean. <laughs> licorice, because, you know, everybody likes that. <laughs> the same is true for real food. When you enjoy roast beef and lemon and rhubarb and chocolate, most of those are smells. Barbara that was Shook such an array of foods. <laughs> <laughs> so other researchers have found that the formation of autobiographical memory peaks between the ages of 15 and 30. So those long-term memories you're forming that are going to be hit with smells are pretty much over for me because I'm 30 now. Woof. We're just taking a moment. <laughs> I'm wounded by the research. <laughs> now, this trend makes sense. Larson says it's when people are going to college, getting married, and starting to establish themselves in the world. She modeled her work after that literature, exposing older adults' different smells and interviewing them about a memory evoked by the smell. What we found was really amazing, she says. For visual and verbal cues, people's memories came from their teens and 20s as expected. But for smells, the peak was around age five. It was really totally clear that when they recollected a specific memory, that memory was localized to the childhood period, she says. The memories were also more emotional and more vivid than memories brought up by visual or verbal cues. I don't think I have any smell memories. I, I can't believe that. I don't understand, though. Because I, I just don't know. Huh. Like, I know what my grandmother's house smells like, but it doesn't, it's not like... This one time at my grandmother's house, it's like... But does it make you feel anything? I don't understand. What research <laughs> has found is that because of where your olfactory sense is placed in your brain, that something about where it's located in, in reference to the hippocampus or that it is in the hippocampus, it almost immediately sends a smell with an emotional response into your long-term memory, meaning smells don't tend to be on short-term. That's why we have such a hard time identifying smells. Now, there are people that are trained. Those people that you, <laughs> you've seen the documentary where they're like, they smell a man's armpit and then write on a, a notepad and then they smell <laughs> someone's dirty dirty underwear and what? write on a note. Have you not seen those? No. <laughs> <laughs> No. So that's a real job for people who are who, who what they do is they design things to cover up other smells, like the people who design oh, like, deodorants, like um, from holes. Okay. You know. I don't remember. I know. I'm the sorry. movie Holes. I yeah, I remember. The whole point was they were cursed and they couldn't be having any money because of the dude who didn't carry up that 
great grandma. No good pig stealing, dirty rotten great great grandma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember that though? You remember yeah. they put the onions in the peach sploosh? Yeah. Yeah, I remember, and it killed foot smell. Yeah. Peaches and onions. Why did we not? Why did you know but not know? That was weird. Because I can't smell the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we should make some sploosh. Peaches and so. well, I mean, why not? Peaches and onions. Sounds gross. We can afford forty cents for produce at, at Walmart. <laughs> at Walmart. So these smell to memory ratios tended to be for uh, not traumatic, but more powerful memories. Almost always having an emotional response tied to them, right? So I think I might be. I might be broken. I think I might be broken. <laughs> Um, maybe it's the fact that my allergies are really rough. And you can't smell anything? I can't smell very well. Yeah. Anyways. Well? <laughs> I tried to get you to use my Flonase knockoff sitting on my desk before before we started. Maybe you could have just not smelled. When I use that, I can't smell either. I can't smell for several hours. You could, you could take off your shoes right at my face and I wouldn't be able to smell. <laughs> so, That's- I... When unfortunate I, for you. When I was 17, I remember dating a girl named Haley, and I remember exactly what her perfume smelled like. I don't I rem- even know what my own perfume smells like, and I wear it every day. I didn't know you wear perfume. See? I also don't usually... I don't wear it every day. I was, I was lying. Somewhere in the neighborhood <laughs> of a year ago, you gave me a hug and made a face at me, and I said, what? You said, you don't smell like you. You did something <laughs> different. You smelled different. <laughs> I had a new cologne. <laughs> you said it still smells good, but it just doesn't smell like you. And when people make comments like that, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but boys are real sensitive to weird things. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. <laughs> I went back and bought four of the original cologne. In fact, I'm wearing it today. Hold on. <laughs> so sorry. Let me right there. Yeah, that's that's the one. That's the right smell. That's the smell of Joe Pace? Yeah. I would imagine that you know what your dad smells like. Yeah. Because most kids associate, it's typically- But I can't conjure up the scent. You can't imagine it? No. Really? Yeah. I can, I remember vividly the smell of my dad when I was having a bad day and he would give me a hug as a kid. But I know like, like Jason and Brandy smell like snuggle detergent <laughs> like like softener like their whole house and their kids they smell like snuggle your family always smells like laundry detergent and then yeah that's we smell like thing. gain laundry detergent and that's what my grandmother smells like but she it also is kind of like a different smell i don't know what it is did you know people's behavior can be reactive to smell as well Yes. Studies have shown that people are more likely to donate money to a cause when asked if the question is, if the request is made of them in a room that smells like citrus, meaning it smells clean, than a room that smells floral or fruity or any other general scent. That's weird. So, I mean. I was making a joke, but you were being serious. (laughs) Yeah, that's dead serious. No, I knew you were being serious, but I was being dumb. (laughs) Because you said your uncle smells like a snuggle? <laughs> no, the whole the whole house smells, smells like, like snuggle. You know the teddy bear from the commercials in yeah. the early two, they smell like that. I have a teddy bear tattoo on my arm now. So recently, <laughs> Sarah decided she was going to start 
drawing tattoos for everybody who's ever asked because <laughs> i can't i can't say no it's so fun and and we've had this conversation recently about how i don't have straight fingers because i cut them off with the table saw and then they got re- reattached but the doctor wasn't super good at jigsaw puzzles uh or maybe he wasn't so good at table saw puzzles but he put one of my fingers on crooked and so uh, the other one's just kind of bent over funny and my thumb's weird because it doesn't feel anything. Anyways, so when I do the I love you symbol with sign language, you know, the the pinky and index finger sticking up and your thumb sticking out and the two middle ones just laid down in the palm. You know, Spider-Man. My fingers look a, look a little bit odd. So Sarah drew the I love you symbol for my wife to get tattooed. And it was my wife's first tattoo. Boy, was she terrified. Mm-hmm. She was so nervous. I and- could taste it in the air. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See, when you showed up at the tattoo parlor, I was laying down getting my arm tattooed first because Mm -hmm. she wanted to see how I reacted. Which was a bad move because you don't react. I don't react to most things. Yeah. I'm a dad. (laughs) It just is what it is. Sometimes kids walk up and pull a hair out of your leg (laughs) and you can't just beat them. I mean, you can. (laughs) I mean, you don't want to. They're adorable and they don't know better. I think they know better than to to pull hairs out out of your face. My leg. Oh, I didn't hear you. I just leg. thought you said nose. No. See, when my daughter was born, I had a long beard. If someone and she pulled a hair out of my nose, I would spit at them. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know your nose hairs are actually... <laughs> no, this relates. Your nose hairs help trap some of the particles that make you smell things. Uh, so if you trim your nose hairs regularly, you typically won't be able to hold on to smells as long. See, how smells work... And uh, for those of you that have smelled anything particularly rough, maybe in the bathroom recently, this is going to be some information that's going to gross you out, is particles of the thing that you're smelling have made it into your nose. Let me say that again. Whatever you smell, you got some in your nose. <laughs> so That doesn't bode well for me. So, <laughs> so if, um, if you smell, I don't know, fresh roasted turkey... You've actually got little particles of fresh roasted turkey. We didn't finish turkey. saying that that your wife has a "I love you" tattooed I on her. I promise you, I'm going fingers. to get back to it. I will okay. not lose it. I we're, would. We're not going to be as chaotic here. Mm. So, so that means if you smell something that maybe 12 hours ago was fresh cut turkey, fresh mm. roasted turkey, and now it has run its course. You got some of that in your Please nose too. Anyways, it. anyways, anyways. This is disgusting. <laughs> so, um, my wife. Asked Miss Sarah to draw the I love you symbol, and she did it with my fingers crooked. And I got that tattooed on my left arm inside the belly of a bear that Sarah's calling a Care Bear. It's a Care Bear. Hey, I'll take it. I'm, I'm not going to argue. You're only, you were the first person to say it out of at least three so far that have called it a Care Bear on my arm. Yeah. And while I was sitting there. Well, getting, because a Care Bear has their emotion on their tummy. That's right. It's really cute. I choose people to love. I'm pretty picky. Maybe I shouldn't be, but I, I choose anyway. people. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty picky. I don't, I don't. Anyway, so there's that. And uh, we got my kids wrote their initials in the feet of the bear in their own handwriting. Script. And I got that on my arm as well. And I think it's pretty cool. And my wife sat there watching me get this for an hour and a half as we talked and made the tattoo artist laugh the whole time. And uh, sometimes that made him dig a little deeper when he was 
tattooing. Sometimes dig a little deeper. Dig a little deeper. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. From the Princess and the Frog. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. It's a good movie. Mm -hmm. The songs. Class A. Really good. I thought the soundtrack to the new Batman was good. Hold on. We will come back to that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, And now I'm going to relate the smell of lavender to that man's tattoo office. Because right as we walked in, he sprayed this stuff uh, on his desk that was a lavender spray. And I will always, always, when I look at my tattoo, remember the smell of lavender. I have one. Every time I smell any type of essential oils, it reminds me of when I was in middle school because me and Micah went to the same school. He was in elementary school and I was in middle school. And Brandy picked me up on the way to school every day. And I would be in the middle school drop-off line at the front of the school. And she would be like, wait, come here. And then she would put some type of oils on me and say, tell me how that works tomorrow. And then, like, boot me out of the truck. (laughs) Always hopped up on those essential oils. (laughs) There's not a moment that I haven't smelled, like, an essential oil that doesn't make me think of her. I'm oily, but it's essential. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's purification, then it smells like my home after we cook anything because... My mom's like, it smells weird. Put the purification oil in there. <laughs> uh, your aunt walked up and put oil behind my ear one time. Yeah. She grabbed my ear and went, let's see how this works. And just started rubbing a thing yeah. on the back of my ear. And uh-huh. I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Essential oils always make me think of your aunt. Yeah, me too. Always. Yeah, me too. Um, she she has a witch bag that I like to call it. And it has all of her oils in it. Her potions. And they kind of they clink around a she little bit. She annoys you. It's really funny. <laughs> oh, going back to the smell of the girl that I dated. When I was 17, I dated a girl named Haley, and I remember her smell perfectly. I just remember the smell of the perfume. I can't let it go. First person I ever said, I love you too, that wasn't family. You know, all that jazz. You get there. And for the time that I was with her, it was a great smell. I loved it. Once we broke up. The same smell that I'd once loved became bitter because of the way it was associated with memory. I think I have another one. There's a specific deodorant that I used to really like that I can't wear anymore because it smells like somebody I went out with. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it was like, I loved it. And I wore it prior, and now I can't wear it. It's in my car. When I was... It's my, oh, I forgot my deodorant deodorant. <laughs> So it was probably a year or two later. I was at my dad's apartment because after I graduated high school, I moved back in with my dad for, I think, about a year until I moved to Georgia and got my own apartment and got married, bought a house, kids, all the jazz. (laughs) And I remember opening what was like the broom closet in my dad's apartment, and he had an air freshener that smelled exactly like her perfume. Was it a Bath and Body Works It was a Febreze. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> it was just one of their You smell like Febreze <laughs> no, no. It was uh, when they went through that experimental sense phase I don't know why they did that They shouldn't have Things are happening I see that There <laughs> you go And they were toying with things that smelled like perfume More floral Less less like their, their standard smells And You know uh, what my favorite scent is? Period on. And it I'm sorry Smelled bitter to me It smelled fake And it it made me it smell two-faced. It's, <laughs> it smelled like a cheater. Um, I'm sorry. Oh well. That's really funny. Is what it is. <clears throat> um, it smelled but something that had once smelled so good to me turned my stomach. 
made me genuinely physically nauseated because of the emotional physical response get older (laughs) (laughs) well the age you were is younger than i am now that's true maybe get younger maybe (laughs) maybe avoid heartache is all is it that's the advice i can give you thanks joe be careful who you care for anywho what was that one you were about to say um, I have a singular favorite scent. What is it? Fresh linens. Toe jam. <gasps> Me too. <laughs> when I come home and my wife is drying clothes because the vent blows straight towards the stairs at the front of the house, I smell it as I walk in and I'll stop and go. <sighs> <sighs> it will immediately calm me. I love fresh linen scent. Like not like I'm talking like in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before you walked in this office, I came down here and sprayed a laundry sanitizer spray. Mm -hmm. Let me just grab it real quick. It's a fabric disinfectant, just to see if you would notice. But then the smell was gone because you had to run home for a minute. (laughs) Fresh linen. Yep. Sun-drenched linen. Fresh linen is always... No, no, no. Don't spray it that way. I was going to give a good... Okay. Yeah. Is that okay? I feel like I should start over here. <laughs> Got to do the little whirlwind. Get the, get the oh, I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> you sprayed so much. I only did a spritz. I lied. <laughs> I did not tell the truth just now. It was quite the spray. I did a little bit much. <laughs> <laughs> that smells like the basement. My basement? Yeah. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Is it's it just, just a thing? how it smells? I don't know how to tell you any other information. I hope you guys have noticed that our quality has gone up some. We've been making great attempts to improve not just the sound that we hear, but the product we're providing for you guys as far as sound quality, as far as content, just everything we're delivering to you guys. Sarah has recently... Got herself a new set of headphones to match the ones I have. I picked up some new microphones and a new unit so that maybe we can produce some better quality sound. Sarah has also gotten a headphone amp for four individuals. So if you want to be on the show, feel free to shoot us an email at braindeadpc21 at gmail.com. You can also, you know, follow us on TikTok. Listen to us on every single platform if you love us. (laughs) You even have the option to give us monthly donations now, which... uh. We have decided oh, they're going to be rewards. Somebody asked me how to do that, and I figured it out. Even though you asked me several months ago, I apologize. Just Google us, and then it pulls up our anchor page, and it's on there. Also, I share it every week on Facebook. Our anchor page? hmm I share a link to our These individuals cast. don't own Facebook. <laughs> okay. But uh, depending on your tier level of how much you send us we're going to start sending stickers to some people when they sign up um depending on how much you sign up for we might send you a t-shirt or a hat you know i've recently designed lots of cool things tons of i'm very excited about it like pictures of me with hair for hairy episodes that is so funny (laughs) feels like a hat design (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had to sign it's just me with hair. <laughs> what a beautiful thought. 
So I did read another article that was on BBC Future, and it reads as such. The toy cupboard at my grandmother's house had a very particular smell. I cannot tell you what it was, but sometimes now, as an adult, I'll catch a whiff of it. The smell brings with it memories I thought were lost. Memories of visits to my grandparents' house, of my grandmother, and of playing with the toys from the toy cupboard. But why do smells have this power to unlock forgotten memories? Neuroscience is a lot like a detective story. We have to look for clues to reveal the cause. But before we examine the clues, what background information do we have about the case? We know that smell is the oldest sense, having its origins in the rudimentary senses for chemicals in air and water, senses that even bacteria have. Before sight or hearing, before even touch, creatures evolved, well, to respond to chemicals around them. <laughs> sight relies on four kinds of light sensors in the human eyes, cells known as receptors, which convert light into the electrochemical language of our brain. And touch relies on different receptor types for pressure, at least four of these for heat, for cold, for, and for pain. But this pales in a comparison for what's required for detecting smell. There are at least a thousand different smell receptor types which regenerate throughout our lifetime and change according to what you're used to smelling. The result of this complexity is that we're able to discriminate many, many different types of smells. I watched an interview today with a uh, gentleman, he's a grandfather, who suffered a traumatic brain injury. And when he did, he lost his sense of smell. So I watched the interview with this grandfather, and he was horribly depressed because when he woke up after having surgery to fix it, uh, the, the damage that the injury had caused, his grandchildren were there, and he could not smell their heads. He said one of his favorite things to do was to pick up his grandbabies and put his nose right to their scalps and smell it. Now, if you're a parent, you know that that's a real thing. Your kids have a very specific smell to their head, and there's nothing like it in the world until they get a little older and then they get a little funky, but that is what it is. This guy was in a genuine deep depression because of this, and I can't say that I blame him. We talked a while back about what sense we wanted to lose if we could lose our sight or lose our hearing, and I said I'd rather lose my hearing because I want to see my kids smile. If I had to choose between hearing and smell, I'd go with smell. At least then I can still hear my kids say, I love you. I'm so used to not being able to smell. Someone can just take it right now and I wouldn't notice. Anytime it, there's a change in the season, that's my situation because the nose spray kills your sense of smell. Like we talked about uh, recently, I'm only supposed to use it for three days, but I use it for three months at a time. Twice a year. If it's allergy season, it's going in my nose. So if it's a day that <laughs> Which ends for in me y, is every single day of the year. A day that ends in Y. Mm -hmm. Monday, mm. Tuesday, Wednesday. Anyways. Thanks for telling me that. <laughs> All of the days end in Y. <laughs> I only told you three. <laughs> we do not, however, have names for all the smells we can differentiate. Smell is perhaps the sense that we're least used to talking about. We're good at describing how things look or telling how things sounded, but with smells, we're reduced to labeling, labeling them according to things they're associated with. Smells like summer meadows or smells like a wet dog, for instance. Ew. Yeah, well, <laughs> descriptive is how we have to place it. An example of this hard to talk about sense is that while we have names for colors, which mean nothing but the colors such as red, we generally only have names for smells, which mean the thing that produces that smell, such as cedar, coconut, or fresh bread. But that's the smell. That's what it's called. Yeah, but if you make 
an air freshener that smells like fresh bread, does it still smell like fresh bread or does it smell like that air freshener? It smells like fresh bread. How do you know which one came first? I mean, in that case, it's obvious, but when you make something that smells like something else, how do you know which one really came first? The thing that God made versus the thing that a person made? God didn't make bread. Uh, God made the stuff that made bread. <laughs> God made the people that made Febreze. Yeah, okay. he did. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have the background info. So what are the important clues? Well, first, the part of the brain that's responsible for processing smells, the olfactory bulb, is next to a part of the brain called the hippocampus. The name literally means seahorse. And the hippocampus is, is so-called because it's curled up like a little seahorse nested deep within the brain, a convergence point for information arriving from all over the rest of the cortex. That feels strange to me. What, a little seahorse in your head? No, the fact that they went with that. <laughs> <laughs> So scientists have identified the, the hippocampus as crucial for creating new memories for events. People with damage to the hippocampus typically have trouble remembering what happened to them. It causes memory damage, which the olfactory bulb being right next to it makes sense that they'd communicate. Although they can learn new skills like riding a bike and new facts, like what someone is called, they do not create memories of doing these things or having the experiences. This episodic memory is precisely the kind of memory I have when I recall visits to my grandmother, he says. And the olfactory bulb, seat of smell in the brain, is conveniently placed just next to the hippocampus, the primary brain nucleus for these memories. I was going to do a thing where I was going to be like, close your eyes, picture yourself walking through a meadow. What do you smell? Picture yourself walking up to your grandmother's house. What do you smell? Picture yourself getting in your grandfather's truck. What do you smell? But it appears that you may not have these answers. <laughs> yeah. Well, lots of people in my family can't smell. I don't know if it's like, I don't know if the not being able to smell thing is genetic or if it's the allergies I was gifted that's genetic. Gifted. <laughs> because half of our family cannot smell at all. And the other half has super sniffers. <laughs> <laughs> no like, middle ground. Like Gus from Psych. <laughs> <laughs> Gus from Psych is a neat guy, though. We've just unlocked a new show that i'm gonna talk about psych yeah why don't you hit me with some knowledge about it oh man. oh the main portion of the show is over we're moving on to senseless babble now <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to clock out we totally understand but we be don't recommend our guest be our guest please don't do that though that's don't be our guest please please stay no, and actually be, be our, our guest, guest. What? hang around and listen <laughs> I, don't, I bought a new video game because someone convinced me to, even though it's against my nature to buy, well, gen generally video games. I just don't, I don't do it. I play the free games. Um, is it fun? Because <clears throat> I'm a cheapo. Is it the spookies? It is called Dying Light 2. Ugh. Look at me. Terrifying. Really? Can I watch you play it? Yeah, we can do that here in just a couple minutes. Because I don't want to play. You're parkouring through the city. Parkour? That has been overrun. Zombies? By zombies, <laughs> because yeah. apparently they worked on some sort of virus. You know, the same. Yeah, yeah. Walking Dead, we know the um, spiel. Wuhan. So. <laughs> <laughs> the way you made yourself laugh so heartily <laughs> is almost disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with impressive, because <laughs> as long as I think I'm funny, we're good to go. <laughs> I said almost. It was almost too much for me to bear. <laughs> that was ugly because i showed you my bear on my arm 
<laughs> Look, I have the right to bear arms. Because <laughs> there's a bear tattoo on my arm. We understand. I just made sure. Because <laughs> it's audio and they can't see me. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Ladies and gentlemen, we invite you to continue listening to us. We plan to just keep giving you more to listen to. We know some of these episodes are a little shorter, a little longer. Most of these are going to take up a good chunk of your time. We don't ask that you listen to it all at once, but we do ask that you listen, turn it on while you're going down the road. We love getting the opportunity to talk to you. Shoot us an email. Give us suggestions. Join us on the show. We'd love to have you. I've been Joseph. I was Sarah Ruth. I've been Sarah. I've been Joe. And thanks for listening to Brain Dead. Bye. Bye. We gonna eat these Nashville hot chicken chips? A call by no. her. Oh. It's quite spicy. You can taste the pickle. It's lingering on my tongue. You can taste the pickle. Mm-hmm. It tastes like um. Chick-fil-A sandwich. Chick-fil-A spicy, spicy chicken. Yeah. That's what I said yesterday. I just forgot the words this time. The pickle is the after. It's weird, it right? It strikes you. It's weird, right? Yeah, that, that came out of nowhere. You've been struck by a pickle? I, taste is so weird, man. It comes from smell, yeah. It comes out of nowhere. <laughs> no, it comes out of your nose. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it comes out of nowhere. Like, how do they engineer that? I have no To where idea. it comes in layers. You <laughs> Ogres are like potato chip flavors. <laughs> we have layers. <laughs> <laughs>